0: Good morning and welcome to The Secret Behind Our Success. I am Rebecca Roush, your host and head lizard at Neon Lizard Creative Marketing and Design, where we build foundational brands with social impact. Find us on the web at neonlizardcreative.com. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to The Story Behind Our Success. I'm Rebecca Roush again, and today I am intrigued and fascinated by our guest. I would like for you to meet Thomas Allen of PracticeRealEstateGroup.com. Thomas, welcome to the show. Tell us all about what you do.
1: Well, at Practice Real Estate Group, we uh, we help doctors make uh, smart real estate decisions. Huh. Um, so, And then we have a sister company called Practice Transitions Group, uh, where we broker the sale of currently just dental practices um, as well.
0: Oh, I have a gentleman I need to introduce you to. That's what he's doing in the sense of he uh, markets for them and helps them uh, get, get uh, up and going once they get a building. So that's you awesome. should, yeah, I'll connect you after this is over. So you are president and founder and you believe, you state that you leave the most trustworthy and knowledgeable real estate group in the industry.
1: I, I do and I'll stand by that.
0: That's great because you've had what? How many years of combined healthcare real estate experience? Uh,
1: I, I, in, the, in the healthcare specific real estate, yeah, I've been in about 11 years now or a little over.
0: But you've got almost 100 with your whole group, right? Oh,
1: with the whole group. Oh, yeah. If you combine everybody in the group for well over 100 years um, yeah. of a centennial. Yeah, yeah, our group's <laughs> a centennial. I never thought of that.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. So you've been, you've had a lot of different job experiences. So can you, you know, kind of Talk yeah. about what got you into real estate, why you did real estate. You're a good Texas boy. So tell us about how, you know, Yeah. are you working only in Texas? Or are you going nationwide? Tell us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So actually, my first real job in high school, I was a caddy at a high-end country club in, in Houston County, Ooh. in Houston. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And, you know, I caddied for a lot of very successful uh, people in the Houston market, and a lot of them were oil and gas or something related to that via finance. Mm -hmm. But then I noticed that the guys that seemed the happiest and seemed to be having the most fun uh, on the golf course and were actually out of the golf course the most were the guys in commercial real estate. Um, And so I started noticing that in high school. And as I got into college, I, I started kind of exploring it. And I got my real estate license while I was in college and uh did apartment locating um and started seeing leasing and transactions and then from there i graduated graduated college in 2008 which was the middle of the the great recession not many jobs out there but no. luck lucked out and found a, a leasing job for a, a high net worth family in dallas uh that owned a bunch of shopping centers and during the uh recession the only leasing that was getting done at these shopping centers were seemed to be medical tenants. we get calls, even though the, the world was crumbling, uh, from medical tenants, and uh, a lot of them didn't have anybody, uh, a broker or an agent, helping them uh, find the property and ne- negotiate the terms, um, and so I saw an opportunity there and, and pursued that direction.
0: Now I got a question on this. So when you're working with uh, medical facilities and things of that nature, they, they've got to have special air venting and special plumbing yeah. and all sorts of crazy stuff. So how do you manage that? Cause you're not going to find those things generally right off the bat, right? You're going to have to, you know, uh, manage the, are you, are do you manage all the vendors and everything to build it out, to make it just the way
1: they want it? So that's a big part of our value and our expertise. That's a great question. So the, the cost to build out, whether it's a dental space, a vet space, a medical space, just a medical mm-hmm. clinic or a surgery center, whether it's a clinic or a surgery center, which are two you know extreme opposites in terms of build out, it's still very expensive build out. Even a clinic mm-hmm. space, you know, in Texas uh, is going to be 110 to130 dollars a square foot to build out. And so these tenants, and then you talk about surgery center space, it can be $250, $300, $400 a square foot. Um, And so these leases are very important because these tenants are making uh, significant improvements to these buildings and spending a lot of money in in somebody else's building when they're leasing. And they have to have the right experts, uh, contractors, architects, consultants to make sure that they can go do that properly. And the lease allows them to go do that properly. And that lease needs to protect that investment. And so, yes, it's a long way of saying we understand <laughs> everything that goes into this. And one of the key things is for these for our, our clients is building a good team around them to allow them mm-hmm. to uh, do it successfully. And we 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 manage those vendors, we make those introductions to those vendors, we you know, we we have the relationships with those vendors, we know who's good, we know who's not good, um, we know what a fair price is, et cetera.
0: So that you're going to be able to really be their advocate. I mean, you've got over a hundred, or no, no, not a hundred, but a thousand healthcare real estate transactions. So if you don't know what you're doing by now, then buddy, go home. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs)
1: And and that's where the team aspect is so important. One agent in our office might only be working one client. One client might only be working with an one agent. But if something comes up, we have a you know internal system where they can enter their question in. And they've got 20 people around here, and one of us has probably dealt with that problem before and we can yeah. we can get that answered and figured out for them.
0: We're kind of that way too. Now you've got thousands of demographics and competition studies and things of that nature that you can also look at the different locations and and the demographics around that location in order to make sure that they're going to the right spot, right?
1: Yeah. So that's that's part of our, you know, helping doctors make smart real estate decisions. It's it is you know, real estate's typically their second largest expense behind uh, their, their payroll. Um, and you don't have to always look at real estate as this big burdened expense. If you're a doctor, you can allow good real estate to drive patients and revenue. Right. And so we built in-house. We've built over the last 10 years a proprietary uh, demographic and competition analysis system. Uh, Where we can hand, we have a team that hand verifies the competition and maps them out. We find the holes in the market for for people to uh, to open new practices.
0: And you're even you even have an in-house attorney, don't you?
1: We do, we do. We uh, we started noticing. So our clients still hire outside counsel, but uh, I started noticing you know things can get stressful when deals are at contract or at least. And it, uh, it, it, attorneys seem to respond better when speaking to other attorneys. So once a deal gets to contract or lease, you know, the client will have their own attorney, the, the landlord or the seller have their own attorney. But I've got Trey in our office who gets in between them. And, and it really allows for a smoother, uh, smoother transaction process.
0: Right. Because everybody's speaking the same language. Correct. Now, are you still a big golfer?
1: I am. I am. It's uh, it's my guilty pleasure. Um it
0: is. Uh, now, yeah, how's I've, the wife and three kids handle that? <laughs> have you have
1: you taught all the kids how to golf? Uh well, they're five years old, four years old, and ten months old. But the five and four oh. year old I take out as often as I can. Luckily they both seem to be in, enjoying it. And I'm I married well and my wife uh is, is a great supporter of, of my hobby. Um and <laughs> does she, uh, she does not, she does not, but she she thinks it's it's neat and uh so um I I'm lucky.
0: I always wanted to just drive the cart, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'd probably that. be a little
0: Happy Gilmore out there. No, <laughs> me. <laughs> well, yeah. that that is so awesome. Now I'm looking at a picture of you with four other guys. How many people are in your group?
1: We're at 23, I believe, total Get people. Out! Yeah. So That's it's huge.
0: Are you going yeah. outside of Texas or are you strictly in Texas?
1: So we actually have an Austin an office in, in Boston and an office in, in New York. Um and, and our plan is to keep growing nationally. Uh, but we've we've just been blessed and we have so much going on right now where we are, but we do we do have plans to scale and we do we've actually done deals and I believe, almost every state now, even though we're not there because we have clients that uh you know, have worked with us in local markets and and been really happy with us when they go somewhere else, they understand that, that we can, we can map out the market from here, thanks to technology. And uh, they trust us. And um, Mm -hmm. they'd rather work with a broker that specializes in healthcare and has the knowledge we have as they value that over maybe having some local market expertise. And on occasionally, we will go find a, a local commercial real estate agent we trust in the market and partner with them. We'll use our healthcare expertise and their local market expertise and, and partner on, on some deals on occasion uh, throughout the throughout the country.
0: Are you uh, thinking about going outside the country ever?
1: No, I don't. Well, you never know. <laughs> Actually, we had somebody call us from Canada um, a couple of weeks ago and said, hey, I, I know some people that, that work at your company and they say great things. I'd love to open the Canadian branch and and uh I that's pretty we're good. We're talking, that we'll see. Yeah, it was flattering.
0: Then we'll, you could be international. Yeah. You
1: can yeah, call yourself right. an
0: international brokerage service. That's awesome. Or real estate. Right. Yeah, we'll that's see. fantastic. So what have has there been a moment in time during the growth of this fantastic business? I'm I'm really impressed and intrigued by the niche that you have. I guess that's the right way to say it. Nobody ever knows really how to say that word. Nope. But I'm really intrigued by that nation and and how you have grown it. What is the, what started that exactly? Because you said you started out in apartments and you started, you know, some other commercial real estate. Why did healthcare seem to rise to the top? And was there a moment in time that caused you to pivot from what everybody else is doing to this particular niche?
1: Yeah. Well, so. Like I was saying earlier, it was during the recession and the only people, so I was leasing shopping centers. I was out for this family and, and the only people that were, were getting leases right. done in 08 and 09 were doctors. And most of them didn't have somebody representing their interests. Um, you,
0: you didn't have like a sale fall through or any any kind of big moment no, well, or just that gradual realization?
1: it was the gradual realization, but it was also, I think it was a result of the recession As I saw how I got out of college. And I saw how bad and how hard people were struggling in the real estate industry during that. And yeah. medical seemed a little recession proof. So it was almost, I, huh. it was almost kind of the, uh, the safe route in a way. I felt like it was a safe thing to go into, which is ironic in the real estate world where a lot of, you know, there's booms and busts, but, uh, to me it it felt uh comfortable and it felt I felt like I could build something that could uh, you know, we're still gonna feel some effects of, during bad times, but not near nearly as bad as if you're you're in retail, which we saw that during, it's not like during you're a restaurant. COVID. Right. You're not <laughs> it's not exactly. like you're a restaurant. <laughs> exactly. I'm not oh, I'm not um, a restaurant broker.
0: <laughs> well, what about um a mantra? Have you created a mantra that you uh, I always ask everybody this? This is part of my thing but I always ask her what their mantra is that they use when they get to tough times.
1: Uh,
0: Something you say to yourself.
1: Yeah. um, You knew this was coming. I warned you. Yeah, you did warn me. No, (laughs) no, no. no. It's, it's, it's persistence. Um, There's a Calvin Coolidge uh, uh, poem that nothing can take the place of persistence. You know, the world is full of, of uh, talented derelicts. I mean, (laughs) And 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 educated, I mean, it's 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 kind of a long poem, but I just try to stay persistent and realize that, you know, we're just, I I do believe that we're, we're just a small piece of this huge world. And and just to stay persistent and keep that in perspective and, and, and times are tough sometimes, but you just got to keep going.
0: Do you have uh, any charities or philanthropy kind of things that you are involved in that you support? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. How many um, things do you do? Well, my wife is a uh she's an education. She's actually a dyslexia therapist. Um and so most of the most of the uh things that we give to and are involved with uh center around kids. You know, any I'm a, we're a sucker for for anything that is gonna support children in need. Um, that's great. But, so uh after having three kids as well, you just see how neat children well, are
0: you're in the midst of it right now too yeah yeah we (laughs) are deep knee deep where they're all knee high and then running around everywhere oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) i get that i have four still at home in the and they're in their teens and 20s so oh wow
1: four yeah
0: Yeah. No, I don't know if brave is the word. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, they're great. I love them. They just, they keep me on my toes. That's what, that's for sure. So um, let's see what else. Is there anything else that you want people to know about your business? I want to make sure that you are talking to the people that are coming up in real estate behind you, you know, that you are able to tell them this, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to focus because that's what this show is all about is you're telling people how you succeeded so that they can succeed too.
1: Yeah. I I think a lot of success is, is about just taking the chance, just being, don't, not being afraid to fail. Um, and, and just going out there and, and, and working hard. I think, I think we sometimes lose that. There's all this work-life balance. And of course, I try to, we all try to keep some work-life balance with the end of the day. I think just getting focused, going after something you're passionate about and, and working hard. I mean, we're just rolling up your sleeves and working hard. I don't think anything's going to take the place of that.
0: That's fantastic. I'm going to ask you one more thing. We have this thing we call the, um, well, not like I came up with it, but the ocean personality quiz. Have You ever heard of that?
1: I have not heard of the ocean personality.
0: Nobody has. I love it. One of my favorite uh, people uh, uses this, one of my favorite influencers, uh, Vanessa Van Edwards. And it uh, is very simple. You answer low, medium, or high, whether or not, Mm -hmm. like, yep, that's me or nope, that's not me, right? So I'm going to ask you some questions, and this will help people that want to work with you know how you tick. Does that make sense? That's great. All right, so the first one, openness. If you are high in openness, you love to try new things and have new experiences. Low, medium or high?
1: I'll say I'll say well, actually, you know what? I'm I'm high. <laughs> I'm, high. I'm high. I'm high. I do I do like to try new things and have new experiences and I'm I'm very open.
0: Okay, conscientiousness. Conscientiousness what is your level when you approach organization and details? If you're high in conscientiousness, you are very organized and love the tiny details.
1: I'm a big picture guy. I'm low. I mean, I, I get into the details. You're the visionary. My, yeah. I'm. A, yeah, I, I, With clients, I've got to get into the details. Details are so important. And so I get into those. But my, uh, if you can see my desk right now, you can <laughs> see I'm not very organized.
0: I understand. Hey, I can show you something really quick. Mm-hmm. There's a new thing called, a, I don't know if it's a rocket fusion, rocket book fusion. Have you seen that? No.
1: Nope. Look it up. It's okay. the greatest thing
0: since sliced bread. I'm loving it. Anyway, okay. they didn't pay me to say that either. <laughs> <laughs> um, extroversion. If you're an extrovert, you thrive around people and you can't get enough.
1: I'm a total introvert, which is ironic being in commercial real estate. But, you know, I, I, I'm an introvert to the max.
0: Isn't it not fun? it funny? I'm the same yeah. way. I'm like really out there, but most of the time I prefer to be alone. That's fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, agreeableness. If you rate high in agreeableness, you're likely a very friendly and compassionate people pleaser.
1: I I'm not very agreeable. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I I, I
0: you I'm say high. it like it is.
1: Yeah, I'm kind, but I'm not the most agreeable person in the world.
0: That's hysterical. I love it. <laughs> and then the last one is neuroticism. And neurotic is not a bad thing. It just means you worry and have anxiety. And maybe, you know, the stress levels might get a little, you know, where you get a little sharp-tongued at times.
1: Yeah, I'm medium. I, I, medium. I get stressed, but I, I control it well.
0: That's good. Well, that was it. I just thought that was fun.
1: All right. So <laughs> I love do I get a name or something after that? Am I no, some... it's not. Oh. It's just it okay. basically
0: just lets people know how you tick, so that wow. when they work with you, they know that they're going to be spoken to with with truth and honesty and straightforwardness. Yeah. And you're not worried about you know trying to brown nose anybody. You're worried about getting it right. Correct. And I think that that's a really great thing to know, and to know not to give you too much information upfront because your conscientiousness will lose some of it along the way.
1: That's hundred percent accurate
0: because <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm with you. Um, if you could build one of your buildings or if you could create something all on your own that was, let's say, a healthcare mecca or something, what would you create? What kind of a building would you create?
1: That's an awesome question. You know, I think you create something with a uh, a health club on the, the first floor with, you know, nice, a nice gym with a swimming pool. And, uh, and then, and then you'd, you'd have a multi-specialty, uh, uh, doctors above it. You'd you'd have your dentist, your orthopedic surgeon, your family medical practice, your cardiologist, all the, all the doctors that, uh, that, you know, people see often. Um, and and you're seeing a lot of those created right now, but maybe not always with the health club, but you know, that's, that's been a great thing in healthcare is, Doctors moving outside of the the large hospital and into the communities and being closer to the patients because of how much uh, we all uh, require uh, convenience nowadays. The customers become way more important in healthcare than it used to be. You know, they got it. They, they're open more convenient hours. They're not. Uh, they're not. You know, just centered around the hospital. that's not convenient to to go to when you need to see them. It's It's been a great thing for everyone.
0: Would you call that a wellness center?
1: A wellness center. That's great.
0: Yep. We'll That's <laughs> right. Thought of that. All my, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. I'm seeing that as well. I've got a chiropractor client that is doing that where he is creating different sections within his building for the, all the different, um, specialties. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty neat because that yeah. way there's not so much competition in the thought process. It's more the abundance of knowing that there's just people that need help and it's nice and convenient when you can go someplace where everything is done. Correct. So, that's fantastic. Well, thank you very much for doing that. Now I see that your website, boys and girls that are on the video thing, can see practice dot group.com is how you get a hold of you. Is there a specific? Would you prefer them email you? Do you? How do you like people to contact you?
1: Uh, email is great. I mean, if you call me, I'll, I'm an email person. Um, <laughs> me too. I, and, and I'm I'm really good at responding. So I, I will respond. I don't I don't just just archive. Um, is your so, direct
0: email on the website or can you share that? It name? is.
1: It is. It's on the website. If you click my, uh, my, my pretty face, uh, you'll, you can email
0: me. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So if, is there anything you would tell somebody before they call you, are there ducks that they need to get in a row before they call you about their building that they want to build? Um, to save.
1: It, it, it's really helpful if they already have a marketing flyer in a location, uh, Put together uh, if they're looking to build a building and they they want to show it to me. Um, if you're a doctor thinking about opening your first practice or your twentieth, and you just have questions and want to just hop on a phone call, um, that that's uh, that's great as well. Just just send an email and say, "Hey, I'm I'm a doctor. Here's the kind of doctor I am, and, and here's what we're we're thinking about, and I'd I'd love to pick your brain on it." And and, and I enjoy those conversations.
0: That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being a part of our our conversation today and sharing your wisdom with so many others. And we appreciate you very much. And people make sure you go to practice real and check them out. And we yeah. will talk to you later on the next time of the story behind our success.
1: Thanks Rebecca. This is great.
0: You're welcome. hon. Anytime. Thank you so much for being a part of the story behind our success. If you are a successful six-figure entrepreneur or an inspirational speaker who would like to be on this program, please visit neonlizardcreative.com podcast apply. If we're inspired by this interview, we would be honored if you would share it on social media and even rate it. Your thumbs up rating goes a long way to promote the show. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them let them know hashtag story behind our success and don't forget opt in on the website so you don't miss an episode we have some fantastic guests on the docket and if you want to know more check out neon see you next time